Hello. Hello. My name is Matt. My name is Abigail. And this, this is, is the Polyglot, Polyglot Progress, Progress Podcast. Podcast. Sorry, as we were talking, I noticed like a bit of my beard was hanging out, and I had to fix it because I have a beard now. And I've got new hair. A lot's changed. So much. So, so much. welcome to the last podcast of Vegf. This is the only one that we didn't pre-record, so now you're seeing... Well, it's still pre-recorded, but we're pre-recorded. actually in February now. We're back yeah. at school and things, and we, we've got some new looks to top off the end of the month. Um, so... Hopefully that has gone well. At, at our time will. of recording, we're over two weeks in and we haven't missed a day yet, so it's been close. Hopefully we'll we'll it's, continue it's to do okay. Yeah, I got video added the, the day before it was supposed to go up. Um, that's what, it still got up though, so that's the important bit. So also, if you've been enjoying our bed of content and want to show us that you've enjoyed it and want to help us create more cool things in the future, um, at, per all of my other podcasts this month. Um, our Patreon link will be down below. Even just like the smallest amount helps us work on content a little bit more because we don't have to stress about money as mm-hmm. college students do. And also allows us to kind of upgrade the things that we use we in got videos. This mic Patreon, Patreon at one point paid for our microphones for the podcast. Um, it can pay for things like resources you guys might want to see videos about and that sort of thing. So if you're interested, it'll be down below. That's all the promo I'm going to do. Other than that, um, now, since we're not pre-recording, we can kind of give a little update on how our languages are going, which is nice. I'm going to ask you to start, because... Wait, actually, I have things to say, too. All right, go ahead. Okay. Um, I have not been doing as much, like, active language study at being at college, just because it's not in any of my, like, curriculum that I'm doing here. I'm a literature and creative writing double major. Oh, yeah, Um, that's new. That's new. I've declared my double major, which is nice. And, um... Who knows if I'm still going to minor in linguistics. I still might, but I don't know because I'm going to do like two, both concentrations in creative writing, I think. So that might almost seem like two majors there, two minors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been getting Spanish and Italian and French in like every week, which is mm-hmm. crazy. And like more more than I would expect because just the friends I'm friends with, like one speaks Italian and like can just tell me cool things and like I can say a thing and see if it's right. And then I go to French Coffee Hour with you, which has been, like, popping this year. Yeah, so we've far. got people coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than just me and Matt and one other person. And, and the because our French professor hasn't been there, we've had the Spanish professor who holds Coffee Hour at the same time as us has been speaking to us, and we've basically, like, joined our little coffee hours. And so we all sit at the same table, and, like, we can bounce between conversations, which is really cool. Though, and really, they're pretty separate. They're pretty <laughs> the separate, conversations. Yeah. But um, it's still nice for him to try to speak Spanish with us, mm-hmm. and like he, I think he knows we're learning and are still very beginner, uh, but it's still a lot of fun trying to communicate with him and them. You know? Cool. Yeah. Anything else? That's really it. I haven't been getting a whole bunch of anything else just because of like my time limitations. But today we went and watched um, the Young Karl Marx, which was all in German. Which it's was not fun. supposed to be. It's not supposed to be all in German. It's supposed to be trilingual film. But, <laughs> but for some the reason, the we version watched we watched was dubbed was entirely in German. in German. And it was still great. Um, yeah, so I have been doing much the same as Matt because we have the same Spanish and Italian lessons each mm-hmm. week. Um, but it's been nice to have kind of set lessons. We've talked about this in our yeah. videos about our Spanish and Italian challenge, but it's been nice to have it kind of built into our week because it forces us to not only do that hour of study but also to study between our hours of study which has been nice it's kept me accountable and I'm kind of treating those as though they're another class in my schedule and so it's really helped keep me up with languages like I'm actually very surprised at how much I'm doing throughout this semester Mm -hmm. um and I think in the future even when I'm not taking um sort of like class with Matt I want to be kind of holding myself to that accountability with my languages, um, like giving myself assigned homework for each week almost, and then treating it like a class, or like organizing an italki lesson for each week so it's mm-hmm. as if I have a class, something like that, yeah. because just having a set tutoring session with Matt that I have to go to and then that I have to prepare for has been really nice. Also, excuse yeah. the fact that I've got dye on my nails. Um, <laughs> Can you hair? Yeah. Um, but so I, what was I going to say? Yeah, because I, we've been talking about how, like, we always talk about how great accountability is, but then there's, like, it feels like even extra accountability when, like, it's a class, essentially. And like Yeah, I, come, I think it's been nice because I haven't been able to push it off, sort of. Like, I, yeah. I always hold myself accountable, but 
I also know that in order to, like, take care of myself, I have to kind of push things off here and there, and as great as that is, I think having a more rigid thing, like, obviously I could push this off if I need it, like, our our tutors are very, like, accommodating, I'm sure if I had, like, a really horrible week and was, like, I didn't get to study at all, Mm -hmm. they'd be like, it's okay, just try your hardest during this lesson, um, but knowing that I should do some, like, holds me that extra bit to, like, force it into my week somewhere. mm -hmm. You want to progress, too, and, um, it's really great because I come straight from one of my classes to our tutoring lesson, like, I have 20 minutes in between classes, essentially, Mm -hmm. is what it feels like, um, so it just feels like another one of my classes, and then I'm done with my, like, work for the day, mm-hmm. and then, which is why I'm, I, like, want both classes to be on a weekday, almost. Yeah, we're know? currently taking Italian lessons on a Saturday, and we might try to move that just because, uh, it, it's a little weird to be taking a class on a Saturday. Yeah, when, and, like, because the weekends are Like, we kind of want to rest. <laughs> and the weekends are when we, like, do work for all of our other classes, and, like, big projects need to be worked on now, and, like, mm-hmm. things like that. But, uh, yeah, recently, you went through the, both of the courses... And yeah, that's an exciting Do you have thing. That, by the way, around here. Um, no, not on me. But basically, we, uh, we're we planning. I think we talked about this at one point, but we're planning on taking. I forgot the exact name of the certification, but okay, essentially yeah. like a like language certification exam. It doesn't necessarily use the CEFR. I think you can get yeah, your different. results in the CEFR if you opt for that, but it's called something else that so I don't remember OPA off. Of. or something like that. Something I think it like might that? just be, like, OPI or something. I don't remember. Oh, but yeah. um, it's a language certification exam, and we're planning on taking it for both Spanish and Italian, so that way we can kind of have it of a better gauge for when we talk about in our review and whole wrap-up of the challenge, like, what level the, the mango, mango course gets you to, because that's, like, one of the things we're testing. So we're actually doing, like, an official thing this time instead of being like, I think I'm around here, yeah. which I'm excited about. Um mm-hmm. But because we always throw around, like, CFR numbers, and it's like, well, none of these are certified, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so we're doing that, and so we were kind of figuring out how much we need to be doing each week in the courses in order to be ready to take the exam, like, in a certain range of yeah. weeks, because we're not sure when we're going to do it yet. Um, so I went through and I, like, broke down the thing into very manageable little pieces, so we now have, like, super assigned work, mm-hmm. basically, each week that Matt and I have come up with, because... Even though we are accountable for our tutors, they don't necessarily assign us certain things because they know that we're super busy and we know our schedule's a little bit better. But, like, not being assigned work sometimes doesn't work because then we just, I at least, won't want to do it, (laughs) you know? I've been doing it. Um, Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. So, yeah, so that's exciting. Other than Spanish and Italian, I've been doing French coffee hour every week. Um, I also am taking... Italian cinema. Oh, yeah, I'm taking an Italian cinema studies course, which is like a film theory kind of thing and not like an Italian course, but it does mean that I watch films with English subtitles in Italian originally, so it gives me at least a chance to hear Italian in my weekly life. Um, And then I have like a French filmmaking kind of course, like it's a production course, Um, and so I've been put in as like interpreter a few times or just like... (laughs) I haven't gotten to do a ton of it. There was one point where she wanted me to interpret, like, a Skype call, and then she just kind of ended up doing it the whole time because she was communicating things anyway. But um, other than that, I have been, like, needing to focus on my French a bit, and mm-hmm. that professor is also trying to organize, like, a small conversation group with me and my friend to practice our French as well. So we'll see if that gets started up, and if it does, that'll hopefully be another good boost to mm-hmm. me using French during the week. Um, other than that, I have, I created actually a year plan for myself, which I know I said I wasn't going to do this year, but I found a way that I think will work for me where I break it down into actively studying, um, improving and maintaining. And I think I'm going to post a bullet journal video before this and it should be in there. So you'll kind of be able to see it more, but Um, I've sort of broken it down and I'm not holding myself to anything until that month actually appears in the year and then that's when I'm making things permanent. So this month I'm also focusing on improving my German, which is just like little things like doing some clothes master memorize before I go to bed, um, just to kind of keep up with that. And then my Bulgarian's kind of fallen away at the moment because I just don't have time. Because I'm currently doing like a research project on magic in Bulgarian manuscripts in the Middle Ages. And so I've been like, what does this word mean? And you're like, I think it means this, but I don't know. Yeah, my <laughs> Bulgarian like... is so rusty at this point, but it just, it doesn't have space right now. I'm 
this is the busiest semester I'm actually supposed to have at college my whole time. So it's been a bit crazy, but I'm really surprised at how much language I've managed you to keep into it, considering I don't have classes for these languages necessarily, which is nice. Um, I also have not missed a day of study this entire year. I've studied every single day this year, and I think it's been really great, and I'll talk about this too in the podcast later, but I have now gotten to the point where it is very seamlessly integrated into my life, which is nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. So, um, do you do we have who like asked this question for today, or is that comment lost to the ether? Um, it might be lost. Um, and also sometimes people ask for similar things, but okay. this podcast was requested. Um, it's hard to kind of say who requested things, both because we lose comments, and also oftentimes there's people that request the same thing, just worded kind of differently. But we did take these questions from one comment. I'll see mm-hmm. if I can find the user, but unfortunately, maybe lost forever. If you're the one who asked this question, please, like raise your hand in the comments. <laughs> raise your hand. Um, so today we're going to be talking about feeling overwhelmed in language learning. Which is the thing we talk about a lot, which is the thing I think language learners don't like to talk about because there are a lot of language learners, at least on this platform, who like to tell you that they've got the answer. Language learning is just a thing you need to do all the time. And like, if you're not doing these three things I'm about to sell you, you're not language learning the right way. And it's like, we're not trying to sell you anything. This is just our feelings, you know? And so, like, you can take this with a grain of salt. I right? have Obviously. recently noticed an influx of videos that are um, kind of more... More like what we're re- trying to do. M- yeah, right? it's been interesting. Especially There's been with, an like, influx of people. The guilty language learner tag from Ophelia, I feel like, is very much helping to get that, like... But I've seen sort of bigger polyglots, too, who really? previously would have been like, I figured out the key to language learning, being like, you can't rush language learning. And I... That's I'm not good. sure That's where good. this whole change in mindset came from because there's been a ton of people doing it, but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess the first question is, like, do you ever experience feeling overwhelmed in language Heck learning? yeah, man. Which the answer is yes. Um, I, I have, like, an anxiety attack before every tutoring lesson of ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I, I started freaking out, and I'm like, Abigail, can you just speak to me in this? I need to, in, like assure myself that I know something because like you know right before you need to use a language you like forget everything and like you just can't get your brain to say these sentences like the other day uh you'll probably see this in the third mango video that goes up or you won't I don't know I talk about it in that where I was like trying to record myself saying some sentences in Spanish and like I had just been using Spanish and Italian that entire day I ordered coffee or tea at the Starbucks on campus in Spanish and it's like I was feeling super confident in my Spanish and like had a conversation with the barista who, like, I know, so it was cool to speak Spanish with her, um, and nothing was coming to me, and, like, I think the whole thing about it was, like, it felt so forced, Mm. and, like, before a lesson, I get very just overwhelmed, because I'm, like, trying to force everything up and, like, show that I know things that I'm learning, but, like, that's, that's not how language is used naturally, and when I'm using language in a much more natural setting, it works for me, and I feel much more calm, and, like, that's why in the lesson, like, even, like, the other yesterday right before our Italian lesson I like noticed myself getting anxiety and I'm like I'm gonna be fine once we're in the lesson I just need to like ignore this anxiety right now which is hard to do but like I like rationalized it to myself that like this isn't something I need to do because once I'm in it I'll be fine I'm worrying now but in a few seconds I'll be okay you know and it was like interesting for me to realize that because like that's overwhelmed before the before anything's happened like I'm Mm -hmm. doing nothing and I'm just getting worried about it um and like yeah, I deal with a lot of anxiety around language learning, and, like, I even talk about this in my, um, experience abroad video, where I was, like, I stayed up in my host brother's room for, like, three days before I spoke a word to the family, mm-hmm. and I was, like, and look at how confident I am in my German now, even though I know a lot of it's wrong, I'm confident, and, like, I sound more right than I am a lot of the time, and especially with my Norwegian, I think that's the case, because I, like, overemphasize on accent, you know, and, like, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but just, like, it's okay to feel anxiety, but, like, you just gotta talk yourself through it a lot of the time. And like, you, you talk me through it a lot, which is good. And like, I think I've dealt a lot with a lot of it in this mango bit, uh, like do, just doing this project, but it's been very good for getting over my fear of speaking. And like, I, I know we wanna talk with Ophelia about that, like on a separate podcast, like just getting over the fear of speaking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've talked a lot, so I'm gonna let you speak now. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I feel like I've been feeling overwhelmed a bit actually, but for a different reason, it's really? been more so how many languages I've been studying. Me too. This year has kind of overwhelmed me. Not necessarily how many I'm studying right now, but just 
Um, mm -hmm. I think people have noticed that this year I'm kind of focusing mainly on improving languages instead of adding new ones with the exception of Spanish and Italian. And I mentioned in my goals, like I might learn Japanese or something later on, but only if I feel like I should at the mm -hmm. time when I do that, like over the summer. Um, just because I feel like I have reached the number of languages where it's overwhelming to keep up with all of them, honestly. Yes. Like, not necessarily to learn them, but to keep up with all of them. Like, I, I think I'm currently at, like, eight count or seven counting my native language or something that I've studied. And it's... Like, it if takes... you think about how much time it takes to not only learn things, but then just to maintain things, like, I, I've been very fortunate that this year I've had French coffee hour to maintain mm -hmm. my French so easily and things, but I don't have a place to maintain my Bulgarian, and that's why it's become so rusty. Like, had I had a place where I could have spoken Bulgarian all the time, I probably wouldn't have lost it after Ad One. Um, yeah. And part of that is that I wasn't at a high enough level where it's just kind of stuck with me. What, but at like, the I same time, I don't have a place to practice it. I don't have a place to practice Esperanto. Um, I, we don't practice German enough with each other, and I think both of ours has got a little rusty mm -hmm. because of that. I completely that. agree. And I guess that's an easy fix, but I think it's just one of those things it's where it's French. become overwhelming for me how many things I need to maintain in order to not lose my level in languages. Um, and, and so this year I'm just working on, like, getting myself to the point where I can maintain all of these and getting myself to the point where I feel like I've improved them to the level I want to. Um, because they all are, are, they are all at, like, a kind of lower level, and that's okay, but now I'm kind of itching to get them to a higher level. Like, I'd really love to have a higher level in German where I can communicate more advanced ideas and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think my overwhelmed currently is more of, like, a this is like a lot and I think I'm starting to figure it out but I'm still struggling with it and that's kind of why I'm spending this year not adding to that because obviously that'll only make me feel more overwhelmed mm -hmm. um and also just so that that way I can feel more satisfied with the levels I'm at and um be my ability to maintain things I think I don't take advantage of the fact that I could do everything that I do in these other languages. Mm -hmm. um, I don't read enough books in other languages, and part of it's Same. that I don't have time to read in my native language, so it's hard for me to just I be like, I'm switching to I can't argue other that. languages. Um, but I think I just need to start making sure that all of these languages are in my life, and while I'm starting to get to the point to where I'm studying every day, um, I think my next step will be getting it to the point where I'm studying as many as I can every day. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that'll be later on in the year because I really want to make sure that I'm very sturdy in studying every day first and then like pick it up so that I'm doing like m at least, I guess I'm, I usually do about two a day, so like at least three a day mm -hmm. and at least four a day <clears throat> and that sort of thing. Yeah. and. Man, I just, I agree with a lot of what you just said, and, like, I, like, <laughs> I just, like, totally agree with all that, and I really, I don't know if you saw the other day, um, and I'm, I'm upset because I didn't stick to it, but I'm trying to currently get learning with text to work for myself, mm. because I'm, like, realizing how much money I'm putting towards Link a year, and, like, I even talk in my review of Link, which I don't know if it's gone up yet. Um, it will have gone up. It will have gone up by now, okay. Um, that, like, if you're not using it, as much as like you're paying for it and you shouldn't be paying for it and like I feel like I fall into this category being at school as great as it is mm. it is a lot of money and it's in my opinion not worth the amount I'm paying for it and like I think I've wasted money because I haven't been using it mm. I think it's great when you're using it you feel like you're getting a lot out of it but um I don't need it to be learning what I want to learn and I feel like using learning with text with like Norwegian would just be better for me and like German and also just, I don't like how Link, um, this isn't a complaint on Link, but like, uh, you're talking about how you can like split up lessons on learning with text to be as big as you want and you just do everything in one thing. Yeah. Like, I think that's better than like how Link does every like 2,000 words. Oh, okay, does it? I didn't know that. It's ridiculous, yeah. Um, and so like, I broke up, I think, uh, Faust into like things of like 4,000 words each and it's like 26. And it's like, that's much less daunting than when Link breaks up like the metamorphosis into 18 texts and it's like, mm. oh. Um, but, so basically, like, 
I, as, like, a person who wants to just be, like, consuming literature of every, like, culture, and who always talks about this, is, like, the reason I learn languages is because, like, you open up these doors to different cultures that, like, are otherwise close to you or are um, across the bridge of translation, which, like, just you, so many things fall off in that crossing, um, or gained, depending on how you look at it. But um, to be able to reach something in its native context is mm -hmm. something that, like, I strive for and something that I don't think I've reached entirely yet. Even though I've been learning languages for so long, I still think like I, I and I am disappointed in that fact of myself that like, um, and we're, I've talked about it on here, how like the metamorphosis was just like too much for me. And like, I felt ashamed of myself because it's like a short story. How can't you comprehend a short story? But it's like ridiculously long in German. It's like 81 pages and it's like all of just, just Kafka being like a genius and like, he uses very descriptive words for like the most simple things and like a thing that takes three seconds takes like three pages mm. and it's like that was very o overwhelming for me who like when I started reading like Thomas Mann he it's just like people talking and like that's just so much more natural for me as much as I like the literary aspect of things in English I don't know how much I, re I relate to it and appreciate it in other languages and so like going forward in Norwegian like I would love to be able to do more literary texts, and I'd love to read, like, philosophy in French, man. That'd be awesome. But, like, am I there? I don't know. And, like, I, I am always very wary of using, like, you're much more open to using, um, like, child childish resources, not childish, but, like, you know what I mean, like, younger resources than me, mm -hmm. and I don't know why. I think it's some, like, any pride I have that I hate, because then when I watch Peppa Pig with you, I really like it, you know? I think my new method, too, is that I've been... I'm planning on ordering soon two like middle grade kind of level books for my Spanish and Italian because I think I found that I don't find it as worth it to buy children's books. I'd rather read like short stories or mm -hmm. just even like sample like things from textbooks at that level. But then when I get to like the middle grade level, like a middle grade novel is like still pretty good and I found a list of the like top 50 middle grade books of all time and I realized that I haven't read most of them. So I'm going back and reading them, and most of them were originally in English, so they're translations, but I don't really care that much. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I can work up to original pieces later on, just because I these are a lot of books that I wanted to read when I was younger, and I just never got around to them, so I think it's worth it for me to get to them now in the level where I feel like I'd appreciate it. Like, I feel like if I were to read, like, a middle-grade book in English, I wouldn't be able wouldn't to appreciate it as much, because it would feel like a little bit too simple for this me. This gives you a challenge. Some of the to, language, you know? but this I feel like this allows me if I'm at a middle grade level in the language, it allows me to experience it the way like a middle grade reader yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, totally. With some I exceptions, agree. like obviously I'm like if it's about a 12-year-old, I'm not still 12. So like I don't relate to the character <laughs> in the same way, but I think But you can appreciate it, you know? I think language-wise it gives me a better ability to appreciate it, and so I'm actually excited to go into the books like that because like, one of them I want to read is, like, Charlotte's Web. I've seen the cartoon movie, but I've never actually read the book, mm -hmm. so. That's really interesting. Um, you know how I was talking before about how uh, I have, like, an anxiety attack before speaking to our tutors, even, who are, like, mm -hmm. our teachers? Um, I never got that in high school go before going to a language class, which is really weird, but I get it bef before going to French Coffee Hour here. I get it before going on, like, our Skype lessons, and, um... I don't remember whether it was either uh, Alex Rawlings or Richard Simcott who gave, said in a talk that like when you're in a native encounter like speaking a language and if your head doesn't feel like it's swimming you're not doing it right mm. and I mean I don't know if you've ever you've probably experienced this being in Germany because I this is where I experienced it where just like you're like it's flooding your senses and like you don't know what to say because you have so many things coming at you and like I, I don't know, and, like, it's it's a very interesting feeling that, like, I've gotten before, like, the last time I tried to learn Spanish, and I was like, oh, I just gotta speak right now, and I had nothing to say during that italki lesson when this woman was just, like, speaking at me for half an hour, and I couldn't understand anything, and it all just felt, like, gibberish to me, and I was just, like, my head felt like it was swimming, you know? And just that feeling, I think, is a very natural thing in language learning, mm -hmm. that, um that I'm afraid of getting, but I should be okay with it, because it shows that you're learning, and, like, your brain's trying, and, like, you're building these new pathways, you know? And just, like, you're pushing beyond what you can do to be able to do new things, 
and like you can't develop a skill without trying you know mm -hmm. and so and you know this this might just be all talk because I can say all this and I'm still gonna be nervous before my next lesson but like it's good to say anyway you know um, well I guess that brings us to then um, the next question of how do you overcome feeling overwhelmed yeah and that's tough because you know sometimes you just can't you're just overwhelmed you know and I, mean, I think there's some ways to at least combat the feeling though because I think feeling overwhelmed kind of hinders your ability to learn because a lot of then stressing over it keeps then you, don't you back from fully going into it so I mean like for some things like I think I think it's important what you were saying about how like feeling that feeling of overwhelmed and sort of like having all that information coming at you is what helps you improve and I think mm -hmm. just the number one thing I'd recommend for feeling less overwhelmed is just going easy on yourself and knowing that you're the level you're at mm -hmm. and you can get better at it but you don't need to do that in a day yeah um, and it's it's the whole thing of like putting that in perspective and like the seeing yourself where you want to be in the future because like otherwise it's easy for me at least to just say like I don't want to overwhelm myself, so I'm going to do very little and then never do anything hard again, you know? Mm. And, like, it's very easy to say, like, oh, I just did, like, a page of Link. Now I'm now I, I'm a language learner, you know? And is it time for me, the, the uh, every <laughs> single podcast where I'm like, do you think this is why you dabble? This is why you dabble? Do you think you don't dabble? I dabble. I just, I feel like it's... It brings up the question of, do you dabble? Why are, there li why are there linguists and language learners? Where's the boundary between a linguist and a language learner? <laughs> why are you throwing these other questions at me? Because you're throwing hard questions at me and I'm trying to get back at you. You're trying to divert the... No, I'm not. This is related... That's trying to avoid no, feeling overwhelmed not. by my questions. No, I'm totally not. This is related right back to your question. Why are there linguists and language learners? Why are they two different things? Why is it that linguists get offended when you ask them how many languages they speak? Because many linguists do not speak foreign languages. Okay, but they're still fascinated by languages. And I think I'm fascinated by languages that I almost don't want to settle down with one. But, like, I've been with German so long that it just feels like a natural, like, you, you know? Like, of course, it's you, <laughs> right? But, um, I don't know, it's, it's so hard for me to, like, just uh, commit myself to one because I just love learning all these new things. You know, it's why I, like, can go from Hungarian to Latin and be like, oh, but... Swahili looks shiny. I meant more so in the sense of sometimes you start a new language. Like when at the beginning of the year you were like, guys, I'm learning Finnish. And then... And then I wasn't the next Then you week. were like, I have things to do. Can't learn Finnish. Mm -hmm. And just like it gets difficult. Like do you... Oh, do I quit when it gets difficult? Yeah. Do you think some of your dabbling comes from you beginning to feel overwhelmed in the amount that there is to do in a language? And then you... I feel like I have the equivalent of ADD, but for language learners... I might, I, might just have an, I, I might just have an attention problem or my OCD, which is like, you know, my thoughts are very focused on one thing and like mm -hmm. anything. I mean, I think this has relates to a lot of problems I have where like if my thoughts divert from the one thing that I always want, like I need to just get back on track. Mm -hmm. and, like you can't see what I'm doing this thing with my hand where like <laughs> my thoughts come back and like I have to realign. And so mm -hmm. like if I'm suddenly doing Latin, like that's not with everything else that I'm doing. So I need to come back to it. Mm -hmm. And it's like oh, but where does Hungarian fit into this puzzle? And it's, like, trying to... And, like, which is a really big problem, like, in terms of my, like, philosophy of, like, you know, I should always be, like, this ever-changing thing, but, like, I'm, I, like, have this preconceived notion of myself that I need to stay with, which, mm. like, I just need to rip myself of that and be, like, just do whatever you want. And I think that's me getting to other languages is, like, I'm doing what I want, but then that, like, voice in the back of my head is, like, oh, just get back to normal, you know? Mm. That's interesting. I also am just talking out of my ears. Well... There you go. Um, but I had a thing, which is in terms of not getting overwhelmed, breaking down courses. Yeah, I definitely have that in here, too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes this actually does the opposite and overwhelms me, because if I break down, like, breaking down Mango for you, did it overwhelm you a little bit? Because it was like, whoa, this is scary, this is a lot. I mean, I think breaking things down is what makes it less overwhelming for me. I feel like when I just have to know that I need to do something by a certain date, it's much more overwhelming for me because it's easy for me to forget about and then remember and be like, ah, I gotta do that, but I still have, like, three months. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, breaking it down wasn't that bad because as I break it down, I can at least clearly see where I'm going, and even if I'd realized that 
there was no physical way for us to finish in order to take the test when we'd wanted to. Okay. It would have just been like, okay, we need to pick a new date for the test, mm-hmm. but I've broken it down so we can do it for then. Yes. Like that kind of thing. That would have been like, okay, I need to have an extreme study session this week to catch up to where I need to be. Um, I think it would have been, it, like, it's less overwhelming for me to see how much I need to do each week than to just be like, I think I need to do, like, three to four lessons this week, uh, but am so I on track? I have no idea. That's just so interesting because I guess I'm just a real big procrastinator, even though I don't like to see myself as one, mm-hmm. because a lot of times I'll write all my work for myself, like, especially being at home when I have, like, video games I could play, I'm like, oh, look at all this work I set for myself to do today, but I could play a round of Overwatch. And then that turns into, like, three games. and See, three that's what overwhelms by. me. See, like, like, the whole reason I plan so much is because when things are just in my head, I ha- I think so much about, so like, not forgetting things. And, yeah. like, also it's easy for me to procrastinate then. I can be like, I need to do these things, but, like, I could also, like, go do this right now. Mm-hmm. And just kind of having a clear to-do list makes it so that I can, like, visualize... I've got this many things left to do. Yeah, I've got enough time to go out with a friend right now. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to finish all this work that's due tonight at 8 p.m. if I go out, so I need to, like, make a rain check. Mm -hmm. Um, That kind of thing. And I think that makes me feel so much less overwhelmed because I I know what I I need to do and I know what I'm working towards. Mm -hmm. And that was one of my tips, too, was to set yourself clear goals. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you, uh, like, it's of, easy you, to feel overwhelmed if you're like, I'm going to learn German. I'm asking for a but, friend. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, this friend is myself. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go about your goals? Because you, I always see you. Did you watch my about, goals video, Matt? Uh, yeah, when, when did that go up? A few days ago. Okay, did you well, watch any of my videos that have gone up? <laughs> okay, um, if you're okay. not Matt, you can watch my goals video, but um, Thank you. I made a video on how to make goals. For... But basically, I break things down on a bunch of different levels. So I've got like my overall goals, so I guess going off of the example I... still, like learn German. And then okay. my year goal, like for example this year, I want to go from like a B1, B2, which I think I've realized I'm more like a B1, to a C1 which is, I'm realizing it's a bit rough. Um, (laughs) I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, But I wanted to go to a C1. So that's my, like, year goal. Yeah. Then I break it down into... uh, I've got semester goals, too, but that's a little less relevant if you're not in school, but it's just easy for me. Do you have, like, a tier system of, like, here's my big overarching, and then I go smaller and smaller and smaller, Mm -hmm. and then here's today and what I'm going to do, and there's tomorrow? Yeah, pretty much. And I've actually seen a few other people have made goals videos recently. Benny Lewis made one. Um, someone else made one too, and it's sort of like, I think it was Benny who actually drew out a pyramid, could, oh. and has like the overall goal, and then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, because if you think about it, like your, your big goal up here is, is like, you want learn the, German, and then year. down here, it's like a bunch of small tasks to do that day. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I break it down year, month, or year, semester, um, or like summer break or whatever, but like that's more almost. of me, yeah, mm-hmm. seasonal, I guess, month, um, week, sometimes um interesting weeks usually just though if i have like a thing coming up and i'm like i need to finish this project by this week Mm -hmm. and then day which is just like my to-do list for each day yeah um but that's how i keep myself like i do so many things all the time like i run polyglot progress i'm making films i've got two degrees i'm working towards right now Mm -hmm. i want to open up like an enamel pin store soon and I've been working on designing stuff for that like I do a ton of things all the time and the way that I do it without feeling overwhelmed is because like each thing has its own like tier system and just like my life kind of has like how I break down goals and it means that I'm not even constantly planning because like I know what because you know what you want I know what I want this year and I know what I've done to work up to it so far so I know what I want to do this month and then when I'm like planning each day I'm like what haven't I what like, how have I progressed towards this this month? And what can I do today? Like, just a tiny bit. Like, I guess in the case of, like, um, polyglot progress, like, um, this year I was like, I want to do all this stuff. And then, like, so then this month we're doing bed. So it's just, like, little things, like, each day. Like, I want to reply to comments or I want to film a video. And it's so small, but then, like, we've got 20 videos going live this month. February, yeah. We'll have, like, a ton more throughout the year and just, like, all these little things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's how I break down. And, like, with languages, it's more so things, like, instead of just setting myself languages I want to learn, I pick which ones I want to work on a year. 
and then set myself goals for those. Each month I've got like things that I want to do, which is typically more so things like read a book in this language because that's going to help get me towards the level I want to be. And then each day it's little things like read 10 pages or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that this really is... helps with not being overwhelmed because yeah. seeing read 10 pages is much in a to-do a list book. is much different from I need to get my German from B1 to C1. Yeah, because if you just have that in like your daily journal every day of like, oh, today I want to get my German from, work on getting my German from B1 to B2. And it's like, well, what does that mean? You know? Yeah, that's but reading it's 10 pages overwhelming, is like, oh, I can do but that. being able to be like, I want to read 10 pages and write an excerpt in my journal. That's or like, so I want to do memorize for 30 minutes. Like, something like that is very small and very doable, and it makes things so much less overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would say that with Mango, we want to go from an absolute beginner in both of these languages to, like, what is it, upper intermediate? Yeah, like an intermediate level. Yeah, and, and so... I'm going to try to break it down to okay. see if I understand. So, um, in terms of, like, I mean, they they even had a little schedule that we got halfway through, but, like, we were already ahead of that, I think. And now we're kind of caught up, if not behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, breaking that down, you would have, like, weekly what chapters you're doing in mm-hmm. order to get towards that. And, like, the tutor lessons are when, and, like, so you're completing the lessons before the tutor lessons. Okay. And then, like, my day goals... Like, currently while I'm at school, it kind of depends on the day, but, like, let's say I'm really busy that day. It's just, like, do, like, three lessons or something. That's, like, a very short period of time. But maybe a day I have more time, I'm, like, do a whole chapter or something. Mm -hmm. And it just means that it's on there, and it's not that much. It's in there with, like, do this reading for class or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not that overwhelming, but by the end, I've gotten from a beginner to an intermediate in the language. You may have just changed the way I look at a whole bunch of things. I definitely, like, setting goals like that has, like, changed my life, and, like, when I made my last bullet journal video, I said that, like, bullet journaling had changed my life, and people were like, you spend too much time planning, but the thing is, is that I spend so much less time working on things now, and so much more things get done, Mm -hmm. like, I've never been as productive as I have since I started bullet journaling, and Mm -hmm. it's because that with having a planner that I customized and broke down, I was able to set goals on a much better tiered system than just writing myself, like, what homework I have due the next day every single day. Mm -hmm. It, like, keeps you from procrastinating, I feel like, and it also just keeps you on track with so many things. Like, I feel so much more confident in my ability to do so many more things in my life, too, I think. Like, outside of languages, too. Like, so just my ability to be like, yeah, I want to make films, but also if I want to, like, write a book, I could do that yeah. because I know how I would do it. That's very empowering to hear. Yeah, you so know? goals, everyone. Um, th- and goals, I think that literally. helps with, like, feeling overwhelmed. Like, I think, for me, currently, I'm a bit stressed because of how many things I need to maintain, and I mm-hmm. think maintaining is something that's a bit harder for me, but... Um, because it's not something set, like, do a yeah. textbook. And I and think like, maybe I just it. need to be, like, read ten pages or something like that mm-hmm. until it becomes second nature for me. Um, but clear goals, I think, keeps I, you from being overwhelmed because it's not like I need to learn this language. Just set yourself, even just if you don't want to do a tiered goal system, just knowing, like, I'd like to read a book this year. I'd like to finish the Duolingo course. I'd like to learn 500 words or something. Mm-hmm. Just things that are also very um, kind of specific so that it's not just yeah too, measurable yeah. and specific so that way you're not just feeling overwhelmed and that I need to learn so much about this language or like I want to be able to have a conversation but how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Knowing like I want to be able to talk about my family or something. That's something you can figure out how to do pretty easily. Yeah, like today I'm going to learn siblings. Tomorrow I'm going to learn like describing words. Yeah. Description physica. Thank you, Matt. You're very welcome. Yeah, that's very interesting. And so then how do you... So in terms of getting overwhelmed again... Yeah. How do you... Taking this to a more daily level in terms of organizing a study session mm-hmm. and, like, sitting down and figuring out, okay, what am I going to do today? Because I, I talked to somebody on Twitter not too long ago who, like, asked me, like, how do you figure out what you're going to learn in a language? And I was like, I do it a lot based off what I'm interested in mm-hmm. and just making sure that, like, I'm not just doing this for fun. Like, I, I like to have fun, but I want to make sure that, like, it's actually useful. And mm. so, like, I'll get content that I know I'm going to learn out of, you know? Yeah. And so, like, that's why I can use, um, like, 
comedy in German because I've already got an established level that like I can see these things and if there's something I don't understand I can like break it apart and like then learn from it and like find humor in it you know and so yeah I guess just in terms of like you're sitting down to like like I don't know like just any any day you were sitting down to learn a language what's your plan how do you decide like I'm gonna mm-hmm. do like do you plan even or is it just kind of what you're doing both um I think having somewhat of a plan is helpful because I feel like otherwise it's easy to spend 30 minutes looking for resources and stuff or like 30 minutes trying to figure out what you want to do that's honestly what I do half the time like when I want to be reading I'm just like looking at things looking at names of books mm-hmm. and I could be reading a book right now instead of looking at my like the books on my bookshelf like what is this solving you know yeah so I think for me like planning at least I think that helps me from getting overwhelmed too if I know what I am gonna study the next day so I think it's almost helpful when you finish a study session to plan your next study session if you're doing it like that um personally for me it's usually like I'm working my way through a textbook so I know like Oh, mm-hmm. I just finished chapter seven, time to move on to chapter eight. And mm-hmm. I usually know, like, I can do half a chapter a day or something. So it'll be like, I want to finish this next half a chapter or something. Interesting. But oh, so, so maybe... I also sometimes do it based off of if I'm like, my speaking skills are really weak. Then I'm like, I need to practice my speaking. Time to go book, like, an italki lesson or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it would be good when you don't know, like, uh, what your endurance is with, like, a certain resource yet. Before you, like, say, okay, I'm going to do a unit today. Like, you sit down and just work as much until you start to, like, notice yourself feeling tired. And then you're like, okay, I found how much work I can do mm-hmm. in, like, a session, you know? Or, like, enough work until you feel like you've learned something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know entirely, but I know sometimes, like, I'll just do Pimsleur until I'm, like, done doing Pimsleur, you know? You can also obviously go off of time, like, study 30 minutes a day and stuff, but there is some issue with that because then you can just fill the 30 minutes doing, of like, doing one nothing, page yeah. instead of getting through like 10 pages in the 30 Quality minutes or something quantity, you know um but i mean it worked kind fairly of. well for me with add one i yeah. set myself to do an hour or did i do 30 minutes i think you it was 30, 30 minutes. minutes i did an hour at first and that proved really bad because i <laughs> wore myself out yeah i did 30 minutes of bulgarian a day and it it worked out i just kind of and i i went over the 30 you minutes went over most a lot, of the time yeah. Um, and because, like, just because you set yourself a goal doesn't mean if you exceed it, you need to stop, you know? No, I think it's great if you exceed the goal. Yeah. So, I'd like, say... I love doing that. Breaking down your study session. Maybe decide... I think it helps with the clear goals thing, too. If you know mm-hmm. what you want in general, if you know you've got, like, a, a teach yourself book and then another book and a Pimsleur or something, and those are the resources you're using, knowing where you want to be in each of them at any time then means that planning your study session, you know what you're working towards. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. Cool. I guess other, like, ways to not feel overwhelmed that I have that I Mm -hmm. wrote down are... I mean, I guess it depends on why you're feeling overwhelmed and how long you felt overwhelmed for. Because I think in some cases it's good to keep going when you're overwhelmed, but if you're feeling overwhelmed in the burnout sense, which I consider to be kind of two different things, but if you're feeling overwhelmed, I guess, in your life, like if your mom just died and you are grieving and you feel horrible, but you want to learn Spanish and you just feel so overwhelmed by everything happening in your life, I think maybe it might be a time to take a break from Spanish. That's when you need self-care. And, like, yeah. some people find self-care in language learning. Like, that was a thing, like, for stress in, like, when I was in school, um, in high school, and had, like, so much work every day, like, it would be a reward for myself. Mm-hmm. In college, I feel like I have so much work all the time that, like, I, it doesn't feel like a reward. It feels like more work sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, having it as more schoolwork makes it doable, you know? Yeah. And so that's just, like, I can't get to much language beyond that, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a problem I have and I need to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, I think sometimes, though, a break can help. Um, mm-hmm. There's been, I think it was Ollie Richards made a video recently about, like, should I take a break from language learning while on vacation and stuff? Mm-hmm. And in some cases, yes, because, like, it's so easy to keep pushing yourself. Like, it's also not easy, I know, but 
all of us, I think, want to push ourselves through everything and keep studying no matter but then what. When are you like living? But sometimes you need just like a week away just to let it all sink into your brain and then come yeah. back to it. Oh, totally. That that's the whole like recall thing, you mm-hmm. know, like how you can't keep learning. Like almost, I feel like that's happened to me with Mango, um, because we just keep like pushing new information in that the old information isn't getting enough time to settle, mm-hmm. and like I know. Um, the course tries to reinforce like with recall, but I feel like I get it most through the tutor sessions like, mm-hmm. trying to recall things, but then I, I see how much I forget, you know yeah. um, So it's difficult, but I think uh, Just knowing why you're feeling overwhelmed and that was another thing I had in here was just like self-reflection is important mm-hmm. and knowing like how you've been progressing and what you've been doing that's made you progress and things and maybe just changing up your routine if you're feeling overwhelmed and that, like, you're doing so much work and no progress is being made. Sometimes mm-hmm. your brain just gets a little too used to doing things and you just need to... Maybe especially, teach yourself worked great for you in the past, but yeah. now you need, like, And that's especially... Something different. If you're using the same resource a lot, your brain kind of just associates it with, like, the, the numbness and repetitiveness mm-hmm. of, of that same satisfaction it was getting. And if you're not giving it to it anymore, it can still look for it and feel like you're getting it, but then you get nothing out of it. And so, like, I think that's what happened almost to just, like, me with Link is, like, I was using it. Uh, it worked for me in the past. I don't know if it's working now, and I, like, can't challenge myself with it, so I need to challenge myself in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of different, I guess. But, like, yeah, I can relate still, so, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so I'd say just, like, reflect, figure out if you need a break, take a break if you need it. But otherwise, and sort of what I was going to talk about earlier with how I've now made language a part of my daily life, is sometimes you need to just push through because Mm -hmm. honestly like two weeks into me studying every day I almost lost it and it became so hard and for about I guess it was like the third week of the year that whole week was like a nightmare honestly to try and keep up with studying every Mm -hmm. single day it just felt like so much but But then after like the after like a week and a half of like man, this is, like, kind of hard, it became so easy, and at this point, it's, like, something I don't even really need to think about. Yeah. Other honestly, than remembering to, like, put in my bullet journal you, what languages I studied, and that's just for me to know what I'm studying when and what languages I'm letting slip behind at this point, and less so to know that I studied on those days, because mm-hmm. I haven't missed a day yet. Yeah. And it's been really great, so I'd say, and I also watched a video yesterday, I think, by Franard, who's, like, a illustrator and artist and things and she made a video on 30 day challenges i actually sent that to you and she was also talking about how like about she said about like 10 to 14 days in you start to feel really bad and then it like Mm. kicks in and then you're you're doing great and it's like so easier you know like i kind of would relate it to a runner's high how like when you're running it's gonna like hurt at first before your brain starts mm -hmm. what is it dopamine it might not be dopamine it might be serotonin like, I just One feel like with things like those, chemicals. it starts off with, like, the first few days you're, like, so motivated, you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, like, get started, I'm going to have this habit, and then it starts to wear off, and you start to feel really like bad, Yeah. and then it changes, and everything becomes so much easier uh, than it even was before, and in terms of, like, creative things, you become so much more creative and have so many more ideas. In terms mm-hmm. of languages, I feel like I can study for longer. It's, like, the same thing. I like, can... I've been writing lots of poetry this year, and, like, the more poetry I write, the more poetry I see in things, you know? And the mm-hmm. more poetry I read, the more I'm, like, oh, there's still so much more to stay here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so so I'd say, agree. also, if it would help you, um, maybe try, like, a little challenge for yourself. I'm planning on setting up, like, a little Bulgarian challenge for myself a bit, like, add one was later in the year just to kind of boost my Bulgarian up again and give it a chance to like for me to focus on it because it's something that I always push off and you always so, talk about it but don't do it yeah I always push it it's just in terms of all my languages it ends up getting lowest priority so mm-hmm. I'm giving it like a full challenge for itself and if it would help you maybe set yourself like a 30-day language challenge either for one language or just studying every day like I have because by the end, chances are you'll have made it more of a habit, and it'll be so much yeah. easier to go forward doing. Like, I felt so overwhelmed, like I said, about the number of languages I've been studying, but the fact that I've now got it to the point where I can study every day is a step closer to where I need to be. And Next, it'll it, be incorporating more each day, and, and then... you have it as a habit right now. Like, if, if you don't do it a day, it's like, oh, shoot, I need to do that now, and, like, yeah. otherwise it's just, like, a reflex now. Yeah, it's, it is. So I'm hoping that I can just start adding like one a day so that way I'm studying more and more to the point where hopefully eventually I'll be 
using every single one in my daily life. And as I add more languages, let's say I get to the point of like 20 languages someday, it's not going to be possible to study every single one really, Mm -hmm. but at least using like half of them every day or like splitting it between two days, like use or study half of 10 of them on one day Mm -hmm. or even just five and five and five and five. Like just something like that, just keeping myself into it. it, I think make it possible, you know? Yeah, I think habits are a great way to keep yourself from feeling overwhelmed because it'll just feel like part of your life. I'm doing so much work right now, like it is my busiest schedule, and yet I'm doing the most languages because I made it something that's just part of my life. It's Mm -hmm. not something to feel overwhelmed by because this is how I live. Exactly. Which is, I think, what every polyglot wants to begin Mm -hmm. with. Um, And then my other thing goes along with the rest and break is if you need a lighter study session take a lighter study session yeah there's really no shame in it just because one person's doing all of this work doesn't mean you're that person you know you've got your own things going on in your life and just because someone has more time to put towards studying and you're working three jobs right now and can't do that but you still want to be doing that it doesn't mean you need to be doing that you've got to like just suit it to your life Mm -hmm. and that's the same with anything and anything that you want to accomplish you know yeah like I have to take even like balancing it out somewhere I do more intensive study sessions slash with more languages on days when I have off from school or have only one Mm -hmm. class but on days when I'm I have a day this year where I literally have classes for 12 hours straight yeah um with like an hour lunch break in there that most of the time ends up being like 20 minutes because my class goes late um, and on that day, I don't do very much studying, but I still do it. It's just like a very brief 10 minute kind of thing because I don't have the time. But then on a day where I have off completely, I'm able to kind of catch up and do like more work. Mm-hmm. So I guess you figure out. I mean, if I pushed myself to do four chapters of a thing every single day I'd feel overwhelmed on the days I've got 12 hours of classes Mm -hmm. but by saying I'm gonna spend let's say 50 minutes on a day I have off and then 10 minutes on the day I've got 12 hours of classes instead of an hour every single day you know it all just kind of yeah I completely agree it also might help to take a day off I know with add one something we were offered was having like a number of like missed days Mm -hmm. so like you could do every single day of the work week and then have the weekend off and that sort of thing and personally for me I prefer to do things every single day so I don't maintain my like streak yeah and I I just feel like if I stop doing something once I'm building momentum I like forget to do it and like what's weird with me is like even with things I want to be doing like when I say like oh I'm doing Latin now like I'll just forget about it, which is strange. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really strange. Like, it just fades out of my life like nothing was happening, mm-hmm. you know? Which is, like, scary when I think about it because that means, like, I'm very unaware of these things. But, um, like, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, what happened there? I That might not have happened if I was, you know, making it happen, you know? But if it's something that helps you feel less overwhelmed mm-hmm. by giving yourself a day or two off, I'd say do it. I yeah, think no it's all about you personally mm-hmm. and what will help make you feel less overwhelmed and maybe it's something to experiment with, see if you do need the momentum to kind of keep you doing it every day and then you don't need to feel overwhelmed because you don't need to think about it so much, which like, is how I am. Like if you happen to miss languages today, would you give up and not do it tomorrow? Or are you so ingrained in the habit now that doing it tomorrow would be even more of a travesty? Not doing it tomorrow would be even more of a travesty. I mean, I think at this point I'm so aware of it that I probably would continue to do it tomorrow. I'd just be very bummed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think also just my goal for this year, going back to the goals thing, was I, I really wanted to make language a part of my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I got closer to that last year, but I didn't get to the point where, like, I wasn't using languages every single day and so this year I really want to make sure that I do and so I really like never mind even having every single language every day I want to just make sure it's in my life and then I really do hope that I can get all of my languages in my life because things are just falling in the the pits of my mind at the moment yeah I just I I learned them for a reason and so I'd like to be able to use them yeah yeah I totally understand that and finding fun ways, too, is a nice way to not feel overwhelmed. Like, that's having all, friends you can speak languages to, or yep. um, 
finding movies you can watch in languages and stuff, that sort of thing, might help you keep up with everything in a way that's not so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I completely agree, and, like, that's why I think I'm so attracted to humor, um, why I like watching shows when I can find good shows, um, even, like, reading, like, sometimes just reading can be very fun, it depends on what you're reading, I think, <laughs> but reading is supposed to be fun, in my opinion, and, no, I just completely agree, and, like, that's why I'm such a big fan of music in language learning and, like, singing along, because I feel like that's a very active thing, like, you're hearing and speaking it at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, you can disagree with me on that, it's fine. But, um, and maybe it's for the person. I just feel like I, I can be passive in my singing along to even music of my native language. Yeah, no, you can totally be, you can be passive in anything very easily, but, like, if you want to learn something, you've got to, like, you have to put in that energy to be like, oh, but what's that word I just said? Mm. I can say it, but I don't know what it means. And, yeah. Like, I think that was the difference when I started, like, getting into German in, like, seventh grade, where I was like, oh, I'm saying these words in this crow song, but I don't know what I'm saying. And I was like, I, now I need to translate the lyrics and, like, start mm-hmm. looking at the words and seeing what they mean and like figuring all of this out because just saying it doesn't do anything for me if it's not having any meaning you know mm-hmm. and so that's a thing I think personally you need to understand like and come to terms with because people will do things that you know you think will like be fruitful and they won't be and they don't understand why but if you're aware of that you know you can work towards it you know and mm-hmm. you can make a thing like singing very powerful in your language learning because mm-hmm. if you because if you're learning like they don't it, it's not nonsense then like when i was doing norwegian and i copied um um and wrote all the norwegian lyrics down that was me like doing the mechanical writing of words down and then translating every sentence myself like not even trying to use google translate but going like word by word and figuring grammar out you know and sometimes google translate's fine and like just translating lyrics uh, verbatim works but like with a thing like this song that was very dialectal like that didn't totally work and so i had to like figure out like the way they're spelling elsket here looks like swedish why is that mm-hmm. and just because it was like northern and i was like or it was some dialect i don't know not northern probably eastern um but like that was cool for me it taught me a lot about the language itself and not even just about the song but about the song too you know mm-hmm. and so that works for me but it might not work for everybody mm-hmm. like everybody I think finds their own way to do this I tried to do it with shows like I tried to download like a script of a show so I would have dialogue in like I tried to do this with Link as I was watching Scum and like I still have never watched Scum because I was trying to make it <laughs> I still I was trying to make it like a learning the language at the same time for me and it didn't work um, so I had like the transcript of the first episode with me on my phone on link and i was watching the thing but i would have to pause and then read it and be like that's not what i heard yeah you know and i'm just like because like it's just so fast and i'm like i don't understand anything you know Mm -hmm. and so like that's when trying to make it like educational didn't work because i'm like it's not meant to be it's meant to just be like communication and like Mm -hmm. what you're gonna do then you know yeah that's that's like all i got Yeah, that's pretty much all my things, too. I think just my biggest things for people to take away are setting goals, which Mm -hmm. I will preach about till the end of time. Which I think is good. um, Which I feel like we got a live, uh, like, sinking into you about that. That Uh, was important. That was um, big for me. I agree. And then also just, like, taking care of yourself, like, Mm -hmm. going easy on yourself, knowing that you can't become a native speaker of a language in a day. Mm -hmm. Um... So just being okay with the level you're at, and maybe you want to be a higher level, but language learning takes time, and I don't think there's a hack to make it happen. And there's no reason so to much rush faster. It. You have your entire life to learn a language, and like just because like I know people try to do, learn a language for like their upcoming trip, and like yeah, you'll learn a lot in the country, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything now, and like things like this like I have people like who will ask me because they just know I'm a language person like friends of mine from school who will be like um oh Matt I'm going to x country like what should I do to learn a language and it's like well you shouldn't be asking me you should just be like studying that now or 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 you should have been studying it or like there's nothing I can do for you you know I mean I think (laughs) that might not be the best way to look at it no I know but um yeah I think just go easy on yourself and know I guess in that case of, like, going to the country, you're not going to be able to get fluent before your trip in a month. 
So just learn as much yeah, as you can. I, I, You'll I get more my, of it while you're there, and then you can improve on your home and maybe take a trip back someday. Yeah, my and whole, you'll be able to see how far you've come. My whole like negative thing was there was like they're trying to get the secret out of me, and I'm like, there is no secret. Like mm. the secret is there is no secret. Everybody does their own thing. Yeah, you know, and it's like that's why I like am very heavily critical of the people who are like, this is my secret. It costs one hundred and nine dollars, <laughs> and they're like, I'm not gonna rant about this, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's where I stand. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, thank you guys for watching. I hope. How late into bed will this be up? Uh, like, this is the last, is the last podcast. It's not the last day, but it's the last podcast. Okay. Well, we hope you are enjoying Vedf and have enjoyed it. Please do let us know. Thank you guys for watching, and remember, practice, practice makes, makes progress. progress.